0: hi everyone welcome to joshua live i'm gary temple Bodley. today's episode is all about fear and how we deal with fear from the higher perspective when you think about what you fear you pretty much think it's the big things that you fear but really when we get into this it's all those tiny little fears and in this episode joshua explains how to really push past fear and to think about fear from the higher perspective and how to understand what fear is it's it's way more pervasive than you think you think you're not really afraid of that much stuff or you're not in fear too much but really we're deep into it because that's the illusion so i think you'll really enjoy this episode uh we have a new basic training course starting monday february 27th it's uh, gonna be our second one we've ever done the first one was amazing we had so much good feedback i'll post all that feedback and and those testimonials on the website, but if you want to check it out, go to the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com and you can take a look there. And then if you want more information, just put your email in there and it'll send a notice to me. I'll send you some stuff too. So that starts on Monday. So get prepared for that. If you have any inspiration whatsoever, this course is a uh has been made in a way that's affordable to anyone. There is a 25% discount for the second course. There's a lot more going into the second course because we found some stuff to add to the first one. And Christy and I will be doing this one together. So Christy will be a big part of it as well. It also will work with anyone's time constraints. So if you think you're busy, you're not too busy, it'll work out. So these are the kind of fears this is inspired and you'll all have fear about money and time and things like that, or you can think you can do it later. If you have any inkling whatsoever, I suggest jumping in because it's really an incredible program. Also, we're gonna have a retreat. Uh, May 4th to 8th at the Joshua House in North Carolina. It's a perfect time. It's called the Spring Fling. And uh, it'll be with about 30 people to 35 people all over the world who come together. That's about as many as we can handle. And we have a great time every time. Uh, Chrissy will be doing channeling the white light. I'll be channeling Joshua. Chrissy will do some medium stuff. We'll have games and food and fun and all that stuff as well. All right. And uh, I really appreciate everyone for all these great reviews we've been getting lately uh thanks so much for doing that and uh it's not so easy to put a review on but uh i really appreciate that uh if you're not subscribed please do that and like and all that stuff so without any further ado let's get going we are thrilled to be here the thing to ask yourself is in this moment am i feeling good am i having fun Am I excited about something? Am I interested in something? Am I curious? Am I going with the flow of my life? Am I able to perceive the perfection in this moment? And am I able to perceive the perfection that I am? And am I able to perceive the perfection in all others? Well, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But if you're having fun and if you're in good spirits, if you think things are going well, and if you're looking at things from a higher perspective, it becomes a little easier to do that. A little easier to be easy with your friends and family around you a little bit easier to be with your community and with the government and with what's happening outside. You're looking at things from a higher perspective, the information will come to you, your thoughts will come. If you're practicing these ideas, then when anything happens, you are tending to look at it from a higher perspective. And in that higher perspective, you are in the vibration of the truth of what's really going on you will get thoughts. Those thoughts are not created in your brain. Those thoughts are being sent to you from your inner self. You have an easy connection with your inner self when you're feeling good. When you're feeling good, you'll receive inspiration. You'll know exactly what to say, what to do, where to go, what is most interesting in the moment. You'll go along with that life that you designed and is working out perfectly for you. In the moment, you can see that everything's perfect. It's easier to see it in the moment. When you look into the past, Well, you may regret things, you may resent things, you may think things should be different, you may wish you had made different decisions and choices, but know that every decision, choice, action, everything that happened in every moment led you perfectly to where you are now, and you wouldn't want to make different choices and different decisions. You made the perfect ones for you to get you here. Now, while you're here, you can say, in this moment, I have everything I need, and We're in a stepping stone between this place and that place. And so things need to show up to guide me towards that. So I fully expect to be guided. I fully expect to have manifestation events to point out limiting beliefs. I fully expect to receive everything I need in every moment as I go forward. And I fully expect to receive the inspiration that will allow me to take some action that will lead me to a higher perspective where more information is. And then I fully expect that that future will unfold easily when I'm in the state of allowing. Now, I also fully accept the fact that from time to time, I will cast judgment on what's going on. I will judge myself, I'll judge other people, I'll judge the conditions, I'll judge the events, I'll judge it based in residual limiting beliefs or, or my perception of reality that is not accurate based in a limited perspective of where I am Feeling things aren't going well. And those things are popping up because they're triggering something in you and sparking some fear. And you have held on to these fears and just believed these fears were normal, natural part of life. Now, if you can take those fears and you can say, if I am the creator of my reality, would I really be afraid of that? If everything is working out for me, do I really need to hold on to that fear? If something happens and it points out a limiting belief and that's a good thing, well, then don't I want that thing to happen? Of course I do. So all these fears are so irrational because they're just really not in line with who you truly are. The version of you that exists in the non-physical, if that version stepped into your shoes and lived your life, that version would have no fear. Why? Because that version of you would look at everything from the higher perspective, would understand What's going on? Understand who it truly is. Understand that the reality you're creating is based in the vibration you're emitting. And that vibration is based in the perspective that you have on yourself in your reality. Raise that perspective. Guess what happens? The fear becomes less intense. The fear actually starts to fade away. As you see yourself as who you truly are, the creator of your reality, you literally have nothing to fear not even loss, not even death, not even change in your reality, not even anything. The fear turns out is all irrational. Well, there's a reason you can't remember that because that fear gives you some context to which to play around in this physical reality and discover who you are. So you're all on this journey from the perspective where you are now to higher and higher and higher perspectives. If you're aligned with the perspective of your inner self, meaning you feel good and meaning you're receiving inspiration and acting on the inspiration. When you're feeling like a victim, you just do not have access to those higher level thoughts. You're in the vibration of whatever you think is the problem in the moment. When you're in that vibration of the problem, all you see is the problem. All you receive is thoughts about the problem. All you receive is urges to change conditions. That's completely natural. Now that you understand this process, you can say, I'm not going to act on an urge to change conditions. I'm going to endeavor to see my reality and myself and whatever's going on as perfect. I don't agree with it right now, but that's because I have a belief system that is just inaccurate. And I am softening that and softening that and doing the work. And I commit to always seeing the higher perspective. What's the higher perspective? Well, if you perceive that God is perfect, that's the very highest perspective. If you extrapolate into understanding that you're an aspect of God, you're an aspect of source, and therefore you must be perfect as well, that's a very high perspective. If you understand that you're the creator of this reality you're living in, and you would only create perfection, so this reality must be perfect also, then that is a incredibly high perspective. And if you realize that everyone in your life is serving you by being a mirror to you, to how you're being, then you must also realize that they're the perfect mirror for you. Therefore, they're perfect, and they're playing their roles perfectly. So perfection is the highest perspective. The perfection, there's nothing wrong going on here. There's no wrong anywhere in the universe. Everything is always, always right. That's the highest perspective. Now, you can't get all the way there. With your belief system and your mental construct. But if you can understand underlying it all is the truth of this reality is based in absolute perfection, and you're just not aware of it because you are deep in it, that's fine. You don't have to be aware of it. But if you can endeavor or commit to seeing the perfection, well, you set yourself up, don't you? And so you can go into every experience endeavoring to see the perfection. You can go into any conversation with anyone, endeavoring to see their perfection you can think about yourself and realize you have the perfect body for you you are at the perfect place the perfect time and everything is lined up for you it's teed up for you when you see the perfection in this life that you've created in your past and in your present and in your future well then you're raising your awareness and that's the basis of expansion is to come into this life to forget who you are, to misunderstand what's going on, to adopt limiting beliefs, to feel separated and then to think in a new way. What if I'm not actually separated? What if I just feel separated and that feeling is an illusion? What if I am connected to my non-physical self, my guides, my supporters, to anyone who's ever passed away that I know? What if this connection is there and has always been there. But I just wasn't really aware of it, but I'm aware of it now. And if I can understand that I am fully connected, I am in the perfect place at the perfect time with the perfect people in the perfect environment, living the perfect life in the perfect body, that there is nothing wrong with me, it's just limiting beliefs that cause me to perceive imperfection. And that instead of always looking for imperfection, or believing in imperfection, why not now commit to seeing perfection? If you can do that, you've raised your perspective in all areas of your life quite dramatically. The benefit of this is you are more in tune with the guidance that you're receiving all the time. Now, that guidance is coming all the time. You're just not really aware of it. You're not really understanding it. You think that you're making the choices and you're making the decisions and and you're making the mistakes and you're going left when you thought you shouldn't be going right you're doing everything perfectly there's not a thing you've ever done imperfectly you've never made a mistake you've never had a failure they're all just experiences there is no need to label any of this stuff and the only reason you would label it is because of that judgment thing the thing that your mental construct causes you to be wary be wary of mistakes be wary of bad things that could happen to you be wary of other people be wary of these emotions that you call negative but what if they're not negative what if everything's neutral and you get to choose well when you choose from a place of higher perspective you are actually choosing the reality you prefer and when you choose from a place of a lower perspective or a limited perspective You're choosing the reality that you actually do not prefer. Now, this is a grand leap to come from always seeking solutions to problems, always wanting to improve something yourself, always wanting to fix things, always focusing on that which you think is wrong in an effort to improve it somehow, and always thinking that if you could improve it, you'd feel better. Now we're saying to you that you will not feel better by changing the outside conditions or the people, or even yourself. You'll feel better one way only, and that's to raise your perspective. Sure, it sounds like a crazy idea, sounds like you're never gonna believe it, sounds like it's not gonna happen for you, but it will, because all you're really doing is taking one step, having experience, seeing the perfection of that experience raising your perspective and gaining access to the next experience and with that we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about who'd like to start i would
1: hello hello (laughs) um so i've been working on raising my my perspective but i'm waiting for we're waiting for biopsy results for my daughter I've had cancer in the past, so I, you know, it's putting me right back there. And again, I can feel good, but then I sort of imagine, God forbid, you're, uh, you know, that it's cancer and I feel the, you know, like the, the dread and the thought of her suffering and the sadness and the, so I don't know how to work with that and how to lift my, myself up and keep myself up.
0: It is interesting how that. When it's happening to you, there's something about it that somehow you're prepared for. But when it happens to someone you love, you are feeling a negative emotion because you're perceiving something wrong is happening. You are calling that emotion negative because it's attached to a fear. The fear is the fear of loss, the fear of suffering and a fear of more negative emotion as you go into that experience. What we're going to tell you here is a very, very high perspective, but it's absolutely the truth. You could go into any experience in joy. You have that power. You will never have a lack of anything you need for any experience that you're going through. You will always have everything you need. You'll always have the wherewithal to reach a higher perspective. You'll always have Whatever money you need, whatever time you need, whatever inspiration you need, you will be prepared for it fully, whatever the experience is. So there's two ways of looking at this. You can say, this is a good experience. This is a bad experience. That's the duality way. Or you could look at it and say, this experience is neutral. It has no inherent meaning other than what I judge it to be, or I dictate the meaning of it. Now, you don't have any control over anyone else in this experience. So those around you, your daughter's are going through the experience, they're going to raise or lower their perspective based on where they are. But for every party in this experience, there's something for them in that, especially your daughter. Your daughter, you might think, oh, she has my genes and this is why this happened. Well, she picked those genes. She picked everything about them. She has full control over those genes through her perspective. We are not asking you to try and change her mind about it. We're asking you to try and change your reality or your experience of this reality. When you look at it as if it's a bad thing, you are thinking something is happening to you. So you're dipping your perspective to that of the victim. Something on the outside is happening to me. I wish it was different than it is. You give up all power in that. You're at the whim of those thoughts and urges that come from that limited perspective. You can't make good choices. You can't make good decisions. You can't take positive actions. You are just stuck in that vibration of victimhood. Well, that's where everyone else on earth would agree with you. This is bad. This is wrong. That is what the people around you are going to say. You have a choice though. You can choose to see the perfection in this experience or at least see the benefit in the experience, or at least see how you can move through the experience with the highest perspective that you can believe. And even see if you can allow your beliefs to become malleable to see a higher perspective. So what would the higher perspective be? Well, it's easy to see what the limited perspective would be. The limited perspective is, this is a bad disease that somehow got into your daughter's body and could end up in suffering, and pain, and hardship, and money, and possibly loss. Or you can see that this came at the right time, perfectly, perfectly designed to shift her from a belief system of the victim to another belief system, another way of looking at things, to derail the life she was living or Put a monkey wrench in that life so she cannot live that life anymore. And have her cause her focus on what is most important to her. Could be her family, could be her body, could be her future. But she is taking her focus of attention away from the way she's been looking at reality and giving emphasis or showing her a new way, a new way of looking at things. So this is a higher perspective. You might go even higher. You might say this is a gift. This is a gift for all of us who are going through this, especially for her. The gift is going to show her the resilience she has, the magnificent body that she has, the loving support of the family around her and her friends and her community, and that it's not necessary for her to have this focused attention on a life that was meaningless. Thinking there was some meaning in it. She was distracted by the illusion, as are most people. She was feeling some bad thing inside about herself. She was just feeling bad. And she was trying to create a reality outside there that would reflect back something different than it was reflecting so that she could feel good. So she controlled and she efforted and she felt guilty and she felt not worthy. And she felt all these things were not true. She had lots of manifestation events to point out all these myriad of limiting beliefs, but she was firmly holding on to this perspective of herself as a victim. Lo and behold, she attracts something where she cannot ignore anymore. She has to shift her life, her focus, everything she's doing has to shift. Sort of a coincidence that you're her mother and you're learning about these things. Wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. And so she said, possibly from a higher perspective, you might imagine. We're going to come into this life together. You're going to have a very high emotional sensitivity. And the life that you live, Rowan, is going to lead you to discover that you are more than you thought you were, that there's more going on here, that there is another approach to life of joy and ease and bliss. Then I'm going to come into this life feeling bad, feeling unworthy, feeling guilty, feeling like a victim. And something will interrupt that life, and you'll be right there. You'll be right there to sit with me and to help me with the higher perspective. Help me see who I truly am. Help me see the worthiness. Help me see that I wasn't a victim and that those bad things didn't happen to me. And that the life that I thought I should be living was not the life for me. It was not the life that I designed. And you'll help both of us get on track. Now, there'll be re- others around you who will still be feeling victim and still wanting to change the conditions and still damning the cancer. But you two will look at it a different way. And by the end of this, you'll build such a closeness and bond that. If that was the only thing you got in this life, it would be so well worth it. And that's all you will ever need. So go in with that perspective. I will be there as a guide and supporter. I will fully lean into this experience with her. I will be there when she needs me and I won't be there when she doesn't need me. I will not interject anything, but I will subtly guide her to a higher perspective. And I will commit to seeing the high perspective all the way through because I know that there's something for me in this experience. I know there's something for her in this experience. And I know that we agreed to do this together. Do you see it from that perspective? You'll have clarity. You'll get inspiration. You'll know exactly what to do. And if she's able to raise her perspective to the possibility that she's the creator of a reality, that this is not an attack on her body, but an actual gift. And that from here, she can make a choice to lean into this life in love rather than holding herself apart from it in fear, which is what she's been doing her entire life. She does not need to be in fear of anything, especially who she is, because she is perfect. She just can't see it, but you will see it.
1: Wow. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Hey, Joshua. Joe. I had a question in
0: regards earlier, you were talking about expansion. I guess my question is, how does consciousness and awareness fit into all this? And is consciousness and awareness the same thing? Or what's going on there? Let's imagine that the tree outside, that you can see, is conscious. It is consciousness and it interacts with your consciousness. And so the tree you see has a vibration and that vibration is attracting a reality very softly and easily without any resistance and not putting up much of a fight, but not very aware. Because if it was aware, it would say, oh, I can't even move. I'm can't. i stuck here in the ground, and it's noisy out here, and it's windy, and it gets cold, and it gets hot, and all of that. It's just consciousness with that awareness. But it is a consciousness that is expanding, has a purpose, has a role, has an experience, and will benefit from that experience when it returns to the non-physical. As you get more and more aware, the consciousness has more possibly for expansion. And so a wolf in the wild has one form of consciousness and one form of expansion, pretty much similar to other wolves. But your pet puppy, as it interacts with you, is at a little bit higher form of consciousness and a higher awareness. Understands its name, understands when dinner time is, understands that we need to go for a walk, things like that. But still not that aware. Aware of you and aware of your love and aware of its environment, if it's hot or cold, if it's hungry or not, but is expanding and expanding at a greater rate than many other consciousnesses. You come in as a human at the highest awareness, feeling everything you feel and having these experiences billions of them, over your lifetime. And then thinking of yourself in a way that is limited, and then going through the experiences and changing the way you see yourself. So you're expanding that awareness. So if you look at most humans, they'll come into this life, they'll perceive themselves to be victims to conditions that cause them to feel things. They will perceive themselves to be individual. They won't see the magnificence and eternal qualities. They won't understand that their beings are pure positive love and acceptance. They won't understand that they're source. So they have experiences much like other humans, different time, a little bit different quality of it, but they absolutely expand greatly in each life. There is no possible way to live a life not for 100 years or one second where you're not expanding greatly. But then you come to a different level, maybe because You've had a lot of these experiences in physical reality. You've been a lot of trees and a lot of wolves and a lot of puppies and a lot of humans. Each time you return to the non-physical and you benefited from that expansion, your consciousness grew as a result of that expansion. And then he said, well, let's go in again and see if we can expand some more. So you come in at the most expanded version of your consciousness. And this is very dynamic. It's very energized. There's a lot of intention. You are really a master of this. You are an explorer. You've been doing this for a long time. And you say, well, let's come in and let's explore an idea or an approach to life that humans weren't really ready for before. This is the perfect time and age for this. There's great technology. It makes it easy to communicate. There's good education, you'll learn how to read, you'll be open to the idea that you can be have and do anything. and you will follow a lot of your inspiration and a lot of curiosity. You'll come in with a higher than average emotional sensitivity. And so you will really feel things, which is what you want to do. you really this is a feeling reality. you really want to feel what's going on here. But calling things a negative feeling, why is that happening? Oh yeah, there's this thing called fear. Well, if you're a tree, you don't have much fear. If you're a wolf, you don't have a lot of fear. If you're a deer, you have fear for little brief moments, but you get back into alignment real quick. If you're a human, you can be in fear your entire life. You could have one little argument with a friend and be upset for days. And then something else happened. You're upset again and again and again and again. You could sink into a depression feel bad your whole life. But because you've been doing this so often, and because you come in with such expanded consciousness, you said, I wanna go to new heights of awareness. How would I do that? Well, I'll come in and I'll have this intention to feel good, but I also have high emotional sensitivity. And so I'll be driven to find information that allows me to feel good. What's that information? Well, the information is about perspective. Well, what happens when I raise my perspective? Two things. You'll feel good. You'll feel better. This is the only way to feel better. And you'll expand exponentially. You'll add so much more power to that consciousness, so much more awareness to the consciousness. So imagine someone living life as a victim. Are they really have any clue? Would they even entertain the possibility that they are eternal and magnificent and limitless and pure positive being of love? Would they entertain the possibility that somehow, some way they're connected to all of the humans and all of the life on this planet and all of, all that is in the universe? Probably not. But you come in here and you read some things and you watch some podcasts and you, you uh, listen to some people talking and something clicks. And they say things like, you're the creator of your reality. And you entertain that possibility and that things are happening for you, not to you. And you're living in a benevolent universe that's designed to bring you everything you need when you need it to go on your journey of self-discovery. And then you align with this journey of self-discovery because that leads to exponential expansion, what you came for. You're not going to play it the old way anymore. You're going to. Go to new heights of expansion, new heights of awareness. And when you become aware that possibly, just possibly, you are source, well, that is the height of awareness, the highest perspective so far, only attained by a very, very few people who are willing to embrace or even consider that idea. But what happens when you do? You start to realize things you start to understand how reality is created. You start to think about how you feel more often. You start to really look at this idea of perspective and vibration and attraction and why you think things are wrong or bad. This difference between duality and neutrality. That is heightened awareness, focused awareness. Well, when you get to these levels of heightened awareness, you'll have to maintain focus because you will not be able to look at anything as if it's wrong anymore. You'll have to look at things from the higher perspective because not to do so would cause great inner conflict. And as you gain higher perspectives and more awareness, you're gonna realize that in the state of resistance, you're tapping yourself off from inspiration and direct communication and your empathic abilities and all these things that start to make physical reality feel really good and then you're going to want more and you get more curious and more expansive and raise your perspective even more and have more experiences and confront your fears and let them go see how ridiculous they are and that leads to more expansion and a higher perspective and more awareness and more awareness and more awareness and more awareness, and more awareness. there are other civilizations living in the universe but they don't have this quality of fear and separation and forgetting. They remember who they are. They know that there is no death. They understand they're eternal. There's nothing to fear in their environment. There's nothing to fear because they cannot even imagine what it's like to possibly feel separated. Does it exist in that realm? Why does it exist here? Because here, you really beef up and explore this level of awareness in the illusion. You've added something that's not available in other realities. Something that is challenging and makes you have to come out of the illusion to understand who you are. You actually have to allow yourself to be led. And you can't do that generally in one or two or three lifetimes of as being a human. It takes a few. And so you play around discovering who you're not for a while, living in that fear and seeing how that is and feeling that. But you're not as emotionally sensitive then because you know exactly what you need in those lifetimes. Then you come into this lifetime and you say, all right, I'm ready to really understand this more and expand exponentially in this life to come to greater levels of awareness. Why do I choose earth? Because this is the training ground for the most expanded awareness. In the universe. Why are you here? Because you are such a powerful being. All of you are. You forget. That's how strong the illusion is. But in that forgetting, there's something in you that causes you to remember. And the thrill of coming out of that illusion into the memory of who you are, even if it's a faint memory, is ecstatic. Now you can't feel that ecstasy, that excitement, that energy, that zest for life in the non-physical. Those feelings just don't exist there because there is no fear. The fear is what creates these incredible ranges of feeling that simply aren't available anywhere else. And so you came for this feeling. Unfortunately, you say some feelings are good and some feelings are bad, but you're gonna get past that and you're going to realize, no, they're all amazing feelings. If I stop attaching fear as a label to certain feelings, then I am free to feel everything. And as you are free to feel more and more and more, you expand your awareness of who you are as source itself. And that's how the whole thing works. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Who'd like to go next?
1: Hi, Joshua. I have a question. This is
0: Rashna. Rashna.
1: Hi. So when you were answering the previous question about, you know, a mother having a daughter with cancer, it triggered some thoughts in me about my own mother and her behavior or her reaction in the last few months with respect to my husband's injury, because she wasn't able to support me. And I had emotionally crumbled and I really needed my mother, but she couldn't be there for me. And I don't understand why when I needed her, she couldn't step up. Like my father was able to be there for me. Uh, he stayed with me, my house, and I flat out told him, you know, I'm in shock. Um, I'm in sadness. Don't leave me. But I also needed my mother. She couldn't be there for me. And I thought it was okay. And so right now I'm crying. I don't know why was my mother not able to be there for me.
0: Why are you feeling negative emotion? There's only one answer to that question. The reason you're feeling negative emotion is because your perception of this situation is incorrect. You are feeling as if you a magnificent, eternal, limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance need anything outside of you. Sure, that is a common misperception. That's part of the illusion, sure. But you understand that is an incorrect assumption because you're feeling negative emotion. Your inner self knows exactly what's going on. It's holding the perspective of the truth of this situation. When you feel negative emotion, when you feel sad, when you feel upset, when you think something wrong is happening, when you are wishing things were different, you're holding the perception of the victim. Since your inner self will never hold that perception of you, knows that's not who you are, you are holding yourself or separating yourself from the truth. And your inner self says, as you are living Reshna on earth, I will always hold my focus on the truth of this reality so that you can be guided by your emotions to understand when you're perceiving things as a victim and when you're perceiving things as a creator. When you're feeling upset and thinking things should be different than they are, simply falling into that illusion of victimhood, that's not who you are. Who you are is magnificent, eternal, limitless, source, being of pure positive love and acceptance.
1: But but the people I contacted in my Joshua group, they really stepped up and were able to say, uh, support me. So Excellent. Why couldn't my mom?
0: Because your mom isn't in the Joshua group. Your mom isn't having a high perspective. Your mom feels like a victim too. Your mom feels negative emotion when she's around people who are Feeling bad when she's around people who are sick, when people who are injured, when people are having a hard time, your mom feels negative emotion around those people because she's in fear too. And she adopts the perspective of that one who's in fear, thinking things should be different than they are, and that she can't handle this. Your mom is not the one to support you. You're the one to support her. You have the higher perspective in that relationship. You can bring her to the higher perspective. She's never going to bring you to the higher perspective. It's just not going to happen. Her perspective is limited. She's firmly believing herself as a victim, even though the conditions of her life prove categorically that that is not true. Compare your mother to her grandmother in lifestyle. Your mother is living a fabulous life, but she still thinks of herself as a victim, wishing things were different and wishing she was different.
1: But in the past few months, because I I had gone really deep into fear I didn't have the capacity to bring my mother up. I needed That's I right. needed other people.
0: You were I was fi- not in
1: the position to support others.
0: We're not saying that you are. We're saying of the two of you, you have the higher perspective. Of the two of you, if somebody was ever going to support somebody else, it would be you supporting her because you had the higher perspective. In this part of her life, she has a very limited perspective. There's other parts of her life where she'd be more than willing to support you, where she sees herself as valuable. In this area of her life, she sees herself as having no value. And so there's no possible way she could support you. We're not saying that you're here to support her either. She's perfect as she is. If you are inspired to support her for whatever she's going through, you can do that if you want. In this situation, you cannot rely on someone outside of you to support you. It's nice when they do, it's nice that you have friends with high perspectives, but guess who has the highest perspective in your life? Your inner self. And your inner self is the only one to go through support. All of the love and support, all of it will come from your inner self to you. None of it is really coming outside of you. Even your friends in in the Joshua community who are lovingly supporting you Are simply reflecting this idea of a high perspective back to you. You're allowing them to support because you have no attachment to they should support you. They're just friends of yours. And if one of them doesn't support you, you're not upset at them, but you expect and believe that in the society, a mother should support the daughter, which is absolute nonsense. Someone in fear is going to have a very hard time supporting someone who's in fear. More likely, she'll cause deeper fear. She'll say things that make you upset. She'll cry at the most little thing. She'll think the world's coming to an end. You'll be much more composed around her in any situation because you have a higher perspective. But again, looking outside of you for anything you think you need doesn't make any sense. It can't happen it's not possible. For all of you, whether you're on the call now or listening to later date, all the support you will ever need is within you. Learn to go within you and you'll have access to loving thoughts and support and encouragement and clarity, showing you why this whole thing's happening in the first place. The habit of going outside of you to therapists and Doctors and experts and media and friends, you think no more. It's ridiculous. And it is stopping in this generation. This time for seeking something you're lacking from outside is like looking at the mirror and asking it for hair and makeup advice. Does it make sense? You put on the makeup, you decide what looks good on you. You get the thoughts of how you want to do your hair. You get the inspiration. You get the emotions from your inner self, letting you know when you're in or out of alignment with that perspective. You get constant communication if you allow it. You can write it out. You can ask a question, and you will get the answer. If you understand that your inner self is with you and all of your guidance supporters are with you in every step, you are never, ever alone. You're only alone if you have the perspective that something outside of you could give you something you do not have now. That, as you will come to see, makes no sense whatsoever. That will never happen. It's always an accurate reflection of your perspective. When you thought that your mother should come and support you, you had to be shown that that's not possible, that that's not the truth of this reality, that Your mother, while you may, at times, possibly when you were a child, believed that she was actually doing something, you were getting everything you needed from inside, no matter what she was doing. Now that you're going through the spiritual journey, now that you're paying attention to this information, you have to be shown that love and support are from within, through you, to your reality, not the other way around. You're living inside out. This is the new approach to life. Everything you need, you are flowing love so fully and expecting nothing back from that reality. You love your mother. You support your mother. You feel good about your mother. You see the perfection in every single thing your mother does, including not supporting you. Because if she supported you, If you really, really needed her to support you and she supported you, it would defy every single law in the universe because you are coming to this point to finally realize you are not the victim you think you are. And nothing outside of you can make you feel different than how you feel anyway. And so, if she did support you, we wouldn't be having this conversation now, but you wouldn't think of it as support. You would be completely annoyed. Because she would be there in the guise of supporting you, showing you that she's not actually supporting you. But you'd be thinking, oh, I guess this is her way of supporting me. And you would miss the whole point in this manifestation event. And the whole point of this manifestation event is, please connect with your inner self, who is very much interested in having an ongoing conversation with you and guiding you to the brilliant life that you designed and making you aware that this life you designed, this life you have been living, this life you are living, and this life you will live, is perfect. There's no need to change any of it. Once you get on board with that, you'll start to see it. You'll get the clarity. You'll get the inspiration. And you will turn your focus away from you, away from you needing things, from your reality, away from it all being about you, 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 and you won't care anymore. And you'll say, everyone's fine they don't need me, they have their inner selves as well. Once you realize you have your inner self and everything is flowing from within you, you can let them off the hook and say, well, they have their inner self too. And then when you're inspired, maybe you'll comfort them. Maybe you'll take them out to dinner. Maybe you'll give them a phone call. Maybe you'll buy them a gift, whatever it is. Maybe you'll say the perfect thing to them. But as long as you are so focused on what you need and what you lack and what you're not getting and what you wish would happen, as long as you're pretending to be this victim, you're going to get manifestation event after manifestation event after manifest. Now, other people with the same perception of reality are not having the same manifestation events. You're having ones at higher levels. A lot of you are at much higher levels. Because you are an intrepid explorer. You have done this before. You're very powerful. You have strong intentions. You couldn't be here otherwise. You have a role to play that you're playing perfectly. You have a extremely high intellect and an extremely high sense of emotional sensitivity. Put together often leads to confusion. Because intellectually, you see your reality as a certain way. And you understand it and... Believe in it so strongly that it seems so real to you. And then you feel negative emotion and you're like, oh, this feels terrible. I got to figure out how come I don't feel good. And there's got to be a way. And oh, there's some interesting talk over there about quantum physics. And there's some interesting talk about there about the law of attraction. And there's some interesting talk about there about everything's working out for you. That seems to feel better. Okay, let's go in there. Let's go in there. Let's go in there. And then because of your high intellect, you're going to constantly ask why. Why? Why doesn't my view of reality match these teachings? Why is my view of reality so pervasive and strong and intense? Why do I believe this old way of thinking when I have all this new information? Because you have a role to play. This is your role to get it simple and over and repeated and understood fully with the absolute limiting belief, which is in everyone, very strong within you, you, that I should be able to change the conditions because I have such power over these conditions. I can paint any wall. I can live in any house in any city. I can do anything I want to do at any time. I have a lot of time to think and a lot of time to study and all this stuff. I have a lot of control. In fact, I have more control than 99.999999% of humans who've ever lived over the life you're living now. And so you've juxtaposed yourself in this unique way where you have to come to feel this rather than intellectually understand it. You see, your whole lifetime has been learning this in school and doing well in school and pursuing any academic study you ever wanted to because you're so smart. But it's all been intellectual. And yet you're so emotionally sensitive that the feelings associated with victimhood are so real. But how do you get out of it? Well, you get out of it by controlling, controlling, controlling. Everyone does. The urge that comes when you feel negative emotion is to control the situation, or change the situation. Since you have so much power to control and change, and because you're so intelligent, you can wave a finger and have it done easily, anything you want. You can take a trip to here for six months, and you can study that for six months, and you can spend time painting for six months. You have so much control of everything. But then again, you'll have a manifestation of it, showing you, Reshna. it's not about control. It's about giving up control. It's not about intellectually understanding anything. It's about feeling it. Feeling what's happening, and then understanding from that feeling, is your perception of reality accurate or not? And if you're feeling negative emotion, it's definitely inaccurate. It's not true, you are not a victim. And if you're feeling good, having fun, With your friends thinking everything's going well. Well, you just tap right into your inner self-perception of your reality. That's the truth. Because it's all perfect. When are you gonna get there? It doesn't matter. Take as long as you want because the way that you're trying to understand reality is so unique to you. It's so unique because you came in to this reality. Picking the time and place of your birth, the parents, the culture, where, your emotional sensitivity, your intellect, your gender, the society you were born into, and then the intention to very powerfully understand who you are. All wrapped together, it brings us this perfect package called Reshna that nobody else could do. Nobody else could fill your shoes. Nobody else could ask these questions. Nobody else could think things in a new way. Nobody else could possibly come anywhere close to your perspective and your desire to figure this out and to keep figuring it out and keep figuring it out and keep figuring it out and getting closer and closer and closer and having new events happening and, and then analyzing those events and wondering why they're happening and wondering how come people aren't different than they are and then realizing they have to be who they are for you because you've asked them to play a role because you're that powerful.
1: Okay, thank you so much.
0: Excellent, wonderful question. We have time for the silliest question in the history of the universe. You have a silly question. All of you have a silly question, but you're desperately afraid to ask it because- I do. Excellent, Susie. (laughs) Can you explain us what is a silly question and why you asked a
1: silly question?
0: A silly question from our perspective is one that is light and easy and is not serious whatsoever, maybe a little funny, has some humor in it, but then again dives to the heart of a matter. Because when you're in the vibration of a silly question, well, you're much closer to the answer. What's vibrationally close to the answer? When you're in a vibration of a deep, dark, serious question, well, you're in the vibration of the question and you don't really have any access to to the answer. So when you ask anything in a silly way, it's not that intense. It's not that big of a deal. It's not such an illusion. You're much more likely to come out of the vibration of the question into the vibration of the answer. Well, what does that make you think? It makes you think that what if you just thought everything was silly? What if you took everything less seriously? What if you took yourself less seriously, your spiritual journey less seriously? What if you didn't care so much about how people perceive you or what they think about you? Would it be easier and lighter and more fun to just be silly and let the chips fall where they may? When you take things seriously, you're just in a vibration of the seriousness of that issue. So you're in the vibration of something that's a little bit stronger and it's a little harder to get out of that into the vibration of who you truly are. and we promise you who you truly are, who all of you are, is silly in the non-physical, you're silly. you love your silly qualities, especially your human silly qualities. you love those who are irreverent. you love humor. you love laughing at yourself. you love taking things less seriously. And so when you can be silly in any situation, don't you know people gravitate towards you, no one thinks you're being weird or wrong or strange, when you lighten up, and you become a little silly around people, well, you're a lot more authentic, and you're a lot more attractive. Because in the lightness of anything, your attractive qualities come online, intensify. It's easier when you're easy. It's harder when you're hard. That's the basic principle of the law of attraction. Flowing down the stream without paddling upstream is a lot easier, a lot more fun. It's effortless. You're the creator of reality, but you're not building anything and fixing anything and efforting and struggling. That's not how you create anything. You create through the vibration that you emit and the vibration of ease and silly and fun and playful and exuberant and joyful, that aligns perfectly to the vibration of everything you really want. And nothing you really want, nothing at all, resonates with seriousness. So be light, have fun, take it easy, enjoy your weekend, think about yourself from the higher perspective, but in a light way. Nothing, nothing, nothing serious is going on here. It's all designed as a big, loving, fun, Playground for magnificent leading edge explorers of reality, and that's who you are. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, thank you, Joshua.
1: Thank you, thank you so much. Great call. <laughs> wow! Thanks, everyone.
0: All right, I hope you really enjoyed that. There were some really great questions there, and uh. There's a lot to think about when you're thinking about fear and how to push past fear. And really, the best way is to say to yourself, Am I, "If I'm the creator of my reality, why would I fear that? And if something's going to come to me, then it's going to be for me." What I've done lately is I've said, "Okay, this is something I I don't want to happen, but if it's going to happen, it's going to be for my benefit. So bring it on." And that, for me, stops the fear right away. So maybe you can try that if you like to. All right. We have a new basic training course starting on Monday, the 27th. Go to the website to find out more about that, theteachingsofjoshua.com. And uh, if you're interested, send me an email. We'll uh, get you all set up real quick. Uh, we're putting everything together now, so do not hesitate. And um, also, we have a retreat in May 4th to the 8th in North Carolina. We're near Charlotte, so that's the area. Uh And if you want some information on that, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. All right. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next time. Bye.